Welcome to the Business Designer. This is Vanessa, and I'm so happy because I'm trying to maintain a consistent schedule. I'm trying to listen to all the advice that I actually give out to my clients on a daily basis and implement it for myself. So I'm making time to record a podcast at least every week. So that's one of my goals is to do a podcast every week and share that information um, that I feel is so valuable uh, to my my uh, my listeners. So, you know, uh, today on Instagram, actually, I was talking about um, the importance of SEO. And I was thinking, you know, do most people know what SEO is? Uh, because, you know, as entrepreneurs, you have multiple hats to wear. And of course, one of them is not a website designer, unless you're actually you know, really good at it and you've been doing it for yourself and for others, or it's a hobby that you enjoy doing. But a lot of people don't know what SEO actually means and the importance of proper SEO in your website. You know, I talk a little bit about how it's still important and relevant to have a website. Yes, social media is great, Instagram, Facebook, but the purpose of using social media is to engage, to entertain and educate. Those are the three E's that, and the three E model that I like to use with my clients to remind them what the purpose of social media is. So today I want to talk about um, what is search engine optimization and some 10 tips to, to think about and to implement when it comes to your own website. Um, so no matter if it's a beautiful or stunning website, but if you don't have proper SEO, and it's lacking it, there isn't going to be any traffic coming to your website. So there is really a pointless website. And the last thing you want is to have a website that is basically just a brochure um, and just a standstill website with no traffic. So like I said, social media is to engage, educate, and entertain. But the overall goal is to drive traffic to your website so that your clients or your customers can actually make a purchasing decision or a decision to whether work with you and hire you, for example, if you're a consultant and so forth. So search engine optimization, what is it, right? It's considered to be what they say SEO. It's basically the process in which the traffic to your website is improved from search engines such as Google, Yahoo, and Bing via organic, meaning non-paid, um, and or algorithm search results in search engines. So 80% of searches are done on Google. So think of Google as big mama spider, big mama spider, right? And she has little baby spiders. So when a person goes on Google and searches for, say, pediatrician in near me or uh, restaurants near me, Big Mama Spider will release her little baby spiders into the internet. And there's two factors that play into what information those baby spiders bring. So the little baby spiders will go into the internet world and they'll look for a website that has the keywords restaurants near me or pediatrician you know, and your city or whatever that the person actually typed in on Google. So they'll look for the keywords, right? Relevancy. And they'll also look to see 
the traffic that that website is getting, which is why certain websites are on the first page compared to other websites which are on the fifth or tenth page. And as you know, nobody looked past... Well, I sometimes look at the second page, actually. I look at the first page, and then I look at the second page also um, to make sure that I'm looking thoroughly through through all of the, all of the websites. So those, those are two important factors, relevancy and keywords. And of course, SEO plays a big part of that. So the higher a website appears in search results, the higher the number of visitors the page will receive from the search engines like Yahoo, Google, and Bing. And there's several ways you can actually improve your page's ranking without submitting to all these Google ads and, you know, all these other schemes that, you know, people be contacting or companies will be contacting individuals saying, hey, I'll put you on the first page of Google if you pay this amount. So it really, I mean, I'm not saying um, not all companies are like that, but a lot of times they're schemes. And, you know, you have control of creating proper SEO for your website. You just have to know what to actually look for and what to do. So I'm going to be sharing um, some 10 tips on how to improve your SEO for your website. And I also will include another like tip that I think at the end of this um, podcast that I think is so valuable, but so little people do actually implement or do it for themselves. So my first tip is page titles. So as you know, when you go to a person's website, depending on what the page is, it'll say www.thebusinessdesignercoach/home, right? That home, what does it actually mean? So if people don't know who your company is, you can actually change that page title so that search engines will display it in their search results as a keyword or something different than just home, especially if you don't have enough, enough um, visitors coming to that website. The other thing is within the page title, you want to make sure that the description of every page actually has tags or keywords that people can find your website under. So these tags tell the little baby spiders and use users what your page is about. And Google only displays 50 to 60 characters of that um, title or description. So they don't, you know, you don't want to just put random things on there that don't really make sense. Like, oh, we are, but you actually want to actually put in the description keywords that, like I mentioned, people are going to find you under, even under the description. So the next one, I already talked about a little bit about keywords, but it's so important to have proper placement of keywords throughout your website, your homepage, your about us page, your services page, your blog, which I think it's phenomenal to have a blog because it actually can have updated keywords and you can look for keywords that people are going to search for your business and implement that into a blog. So it could be a blog post that talks about your services and within the website itself, there's certain important SEO tactics that you can implement uh, when it comes to using keywords that are relevant to your business. So for example, you don't want to put on your homepage. If you're a real estate agent, for example, you don't want to put real estate, Yuma, real estate, Arizona, real estate, Texas, real estate, and just nonstop 
putting different keywords that you think you can be found under because Google, Big Mama Spider, will actually flag that as spam and say, hey, this website was not made actually for its visitors, for an actual human. It was made for a computer in order to trick the system a little bit. And Big Mama Spider does not like that. I'm going to tell you, she does not like that. So she's going to put you at the 30th page in the search engine results. So use keywords that actually make sense and that as if you're talking to an actual human. For example, my name is so-and-so. I am a real estate in the city that you're in. I offer real estate services in the city you're in to many people who are looking to buy a home in the city you're in. See, it's a big difference between just saying, repeating the words not making sense and actually putting it into an actual sentence or a paragraph form that makes sense. All right, so I said I was going to add my final tip at the end of my podcast, but I'm just gonna give it to you right now. Alternate tags. What does that mean? Well, before you upload your image to your website, you know, instead of it saying one, two, three, four, five, six dot JPEG, you want to rename that image to, even if it's just your profile image or your logo or whatever it is, you want to make sure that you rename that image or video that actually has a description based on keywords that people are going to find you under Google, under search engines. You also want to add those, but also alternate tags. So for example, if the image can't pop up, it'll have a description of that keyword within the image. So it's a definite opportunity for your site to be found if you actually implement this into your website. All right, my next tip is to make sure that your website is mobile optimized. What does that mean? Well, if I've been to certain websites and I've had to like zoom in to be able to see something. And when I click on something, it's not visible and it's not mobile optimized. So for example, um, if I go to a website and it has like easy you know, access for me to look at their contact us, their services, and not have to be zooming in and zooming out to be actually seeing what the website says. That means it's mobile optimized. If things are not all over the place on the website, when I go to my phone compared to I go when I go to my laptop or my iPad, then that means the, the site is mobile optimized. Nearly 40% of organic traffic come from mobile devices. So Everybody uses their phone to be able to access certain websites. So you want to make sure that your website is mobile friendly, because if it is, Google will actually Google Big Mama Spider likes that. And she'll make sure that your website is in the, um, you know, higher search rankings compared to other websites that are not mobile optimized. It just gives a really good user experience um, for the person who's visiting your website. My next tip is having a sitemap within your website. What is a sitemap? Well, it's actually a list of all web pages accessible to little babies, the baby spiders or crawlers, or even users, people who are typing in, you know, looking for your website. It almost looks like a table of contents, except the sections are in links. It's basically a file where you provide information about the pages or the videos or even pictures or other files on the site and the relationships between them. Keep in mind that the um, less clicks a person has to do to find your certain pages or certain information on your website, the better. And Sitemaps helps with this. My next tip is don't use Flash. 
oh my goodness, I've seen some websites that you know, I've gone into with my laptop and because there's flash, it freezes on my computer sometimes. And it's not me. It's the actual flash. It's too much. It's almost like this generator that runs and it's running too fast and for too long and it will freeze at some point. It's going to stop working properly. So keep in mind also that Big Mama Spider, Google, will actually rank flash websites lower than sites that don't have it. So it's because of the fact that you cannot link to an individual page when it comes to Flash websites. My next tip is to update content regularly. So how do you update content regularly? My my suggestion would be to use a blog because then you're updating. It has fresh content and Big Mama Spider and Little Crawlers, her little crawlers actually really, really like this. And so you want to make sure that you don't just leave your create your website and leave it standing without going back to it and actually making updates regularly. It's an absolute must. So make sure you always just keep it fresh and alive. And the best way you can do it is either through a vlog, through a podcast with, of course, a description of what you're talking about um, or like I mentioned, um, a blog. All right. My other tip, my eighth tip is to make sure that your URL you know, www.yourbusiness.com is actually uh, short and easy to be found because it's so vital for the little spiders, you know, to be able to find short keywords that is are easy to be found for them to bring back to the big mama spider that, you know, all those websites that are relevant when it comes to what you entered into the search engines. So keep keep your URL short. It really, you know, it just enhances the overall experience of, of individuals and those who are visiting your website and it can be easily categorized within your search within other search engines. My ninth tip is to monitor your progress. You know, I always tell my my clients, if you can't monitor or measure your results, how are you going to make improvements on something? So you want to make sure if that your SEO is actually paying off or actually working is to keep track of your search standings yourself. Or even if somebody's designing that website for you, make sure they're staying on top of, of your rankings and how your SEO is being, um, is it whether it's valuable or not. And keep that lines of communication with your website designer. You don't want to just have them create a website for you and you have to, you know, go in there and read things and not understand what you're actually reading. So make sure that you have those lines of communication with your website designer open, or at least that they've taught you how to access this information to see if, if actually SEO is working for you properly. And you can also use like um, Google, Google Analytics to be able to see how people are actually finding your website. How do they arrive to your website? Um, because this is important because if they're finding you through certain keywords, which Google Analytics will give you that type of information, then you want to make sure you use those keywords over and over again within your website uh, when it comes to up, when, it, when you update your, your website to, with fresh content. My final tip, um, my 10th tip when it comes to SEO is make sure you have an FAQ and how to. So, you know, for example, I have typed in Google, um, you know, different questions and some questions will already be in Google and they'll have little drop down arrows and that drop down arrow will, will have a, a link back to a different website or a website that has answered that question for me. So for example, if you're selling, for example, uh, merchandise, like 
clothes or hoodies, then you can always say how to wear a hoodie, you know, during summer or, or during the winter or how to dress up a hoodie. Those type of questions people are actually typing in. And so if you're answering those questions for your audience on your website, then that helps your search rankings, your SEO to drive traffic back to your website. All right. I think that's, that's all I wanted to share with you guys today. I hope this was valuable information. Um, I am actually using social media a lot more. You know, I, I'm an introvert. I've always been an introvert, but so it's taken me some time. I've always worked behind the scenes with my clients and I've done it for so many years now. I mean, over 15 years helping businesses and entrepreneurs to be able to start their business and thrive in their business and pivot their business to be able to adapt to different changes um, every year. So when it comes to business planning or even financial projections, right? Because it's all in the numbers if you don't have proper you know, organization of your numbers and what your goals are when it comes to finances, then the business can't, won't be able to thrive. So um, I'm trying to just provide more information when it comes to this. You know, please feel free to contact me um, on Instagram, DM me if you want me to you know, do a podcast on a certain topic that you want to learn more about. And on Instagram, you can find me under The Business Designer. So I share a lot of information when it comes to health because I am a, a health ambassador for a program that focuses on, on on leaky gut and having you know a healthy gut because it's all connected to our immune system our gut is connected to our immune system so feel free to follow me on the business designer I share you know some gems from time to time when it comes so that it can help my my followers to be able to implement in their own business strategy thank you so much for listening and I hope you guys enjoyed this this episode take care